this episode of The Naturist Living Show, a nude play. This episode of The Naturist Living Show is brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. At Bear Oaks, we offer traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Free your body, free your mind. www.bearoaks.ca Welcome, dear listener, to episode 110 of the Naturist Living Show. My name is Stéphane Deschaines. I am your host for this podcast, and I am the owner of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. And we have an interview by a guest interviewer. You heard uh, Timothy Chismar uh, in an earlier episode, a few few episodes ago. And uh, he's gotten very excited by the Naturist Living Show, and he's done a number of interviews, and this is the first one we're going to be publishing. And it's quite an interesting one. But before we do, we have another comment uh, from our comment voice line from Rich Pasco of the Bay Area Naturist. Uh, Rich Pasco has been a long, long time organizer and promoter of naturism. And uh, I've, I remember, I don't know, probably corresponding or, or viewing comments from him on Rec Nude back in the 90s, I think. Um, that, uh, for people who are n- relatively new to the internet, well, relatively new, less than 20 years, um, before there was, uh, all the different places like Facebook and other social media, there was, uh, a way of communicating and discussing in kind of forums, chat rooms, if you will, although it wasn't quite live, um, based on topics and rec stood for recreational and dot was a subset of rec recreational for nude you had rec photography you might have rec uh, race cars or whatever rec nude is where naturist hung out and i was on rec nude actually in the 80s before the web existed and it's how i discovered naturism that's a whole other story which i think i actually told in a previous podcast episodes many many years ago but anyway let's listen to what rich has to say Hi, this is Rich Pascoe calling. I love your Naturist Living Show and listen to everyone with rapt attention. As a Naturist for most of my life, I immediately recognized Simon in Bethany Denton's interview, Textile News Podcast, as somebody I know. Hey, I know that guy, I thought. I've met many of his entourages of women enjoying their first Naturist vacation, and I've always respected his program of introducing women to Naturism, especially those who could not afford to or otherwise would not reach out on their own. I am very grateful that's how he spends his money. So thank you, Rich Pasco, for calling in. And uh, if you want to call in, it's very easy. You just call the uh, the Barrocks phone number, ultimately, which is uh, country code 1-905-473-6060, extension 333, or toll-free 1-888-373-9124. Or you can even Skype uh, Barrocks, and then it's extension 333, no matter what, from the main number. You can take as many tries as you want, and you can erase it if you don't like it at the end. And if you say something interesting, we'll be happy to include you in a future episode. (music) 
But let's get back to Tim Chismar. Uh, Tim, um, as you heard in the previous podcast, is really into acting and film and uh, the arts community. And uh, he connected at the Hollywood Fringe Festival with some folks who were doing a, uh, a nude play, an adaptation of Barely Proper, a very old show that we talked about in an earlier episode, and I'll put that in the show notes. And he talked to uh, the director, and he talked to several of the cast, and it's a very interesting discussion, to which I'll let you listen. It's me, it's him, it's T-I-M, Tim Chismar, here with the Naturist Living Show podcast. Thank you, Stefan, for allowing me to do another on-location reporting. I am in beautiful, sunny Southern California on the set of Royal Del Sol, one of the wonderful properties in the clothes, clothing optional home network. And uh, the guy who runs it's just amazing. I love Rolf. He's great. Uh, runs SCNA. And uh, the reason I'm here is because I was looking into into a play that has a fully nude audience and a fully immersive naked uh, cast. I mean, everybody from the actors to the people who are coming to support the show, everybody gets naked. So everybody is going to be uh, living and experiencing this moment. And uh, I'm a big fan of it. I'm a fan of uh, the history. It is called Disrobed. Why so close-minded? A naked comedy by Stephen Vlasic based on the naturist classic Barely Proper by Tom Cushing, directed right now by by Brian Knudsen. Brian is somebody that I've known for for years, and he's a real a uh, he's a real electric bolt in the nudist community. He's been a, an activist in a lot of different ways, and uh, just just getting out there and in in putting together some amazing casts and looking for some amazing talent. The guy's just been fantastic, and so it's my pleasure to be able to sit down and talk to him a little bit about where he's come from, where he's going, and and what this is all about. I'd like to introduce you guys to my good friend Brian Nudson. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello, Tim. An honor as always. So we are we are here, and uh, this is very exciting. So this is your third production with the Hollywood Fringe. Yes, yes. It goes all the way back to, well, this is our third, but it goes back to 2016. This is 2019, right? So we started out with uh, uh, a show called Love the Body Positive, which uh, is also the name of the play that I acted in that was in that show. Um, and I found out about that play through, uh, Rolf and Gary of the Southern California Naturist Association. They had a collection of naturist plays that was compiled by Mark Story. Uh, and there are a few plays in there that were written by a woman from Austin, Texas named Jonna Adams. She's written a few plays around the naturist theme. And she was asked to write a play for the Seattle Fringe Festival uh, back uh, many years ago. I can't remember the exact year, but it was uh, back in the early 2000s, I think 2003. And uh, she whipped up this play called Love the Body Positive because they needed another naturist show to add to the slate of, uh, of shows that they were, plays that they were doing. And she basically wrote it in just a few hours. You know, she was just inspired and she wrote it. I think she told me she wrote it over her lunch break. And it's a play about uh, a guy and a girl. They've been dating for a while. And the girl takes the, her boyfriend to a nude beach, but he doesn't know it's a nude beach. And once he discovers where he's at, 
He feels the pressure to disrobe, to assimilate. He doesn't know if he can do it. She ultimately persuades him to do so. And then they proceed in their birthday suits facing the audience to talk about their body issues. And one of the unique things that happened during the uh, conversation I had with Jonna when I was putting this together was, can we personalize those final speeches that we give to the audience about our bodies? In other words, can we talk about our real life insecurities that we had when we were children and in, 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 in teenagers? And she said, absolutely. You can, you can customize that and personalize that all you want. I have no problem. So the actress and I both wrote our own personal speeches about what we went through as children. And suddenly it became a really special, intimate experience for me. And I decided I have to do this because it ties into some issues I had when I was, when I was younger. I was born with what's called, what's called a, a mild version of a pectus excavatum, which is a, an inverted breastbone. I inherited it from my father. And I was teased a lot as a kid. Yeah. And uh, so I incorporated all that taunting and teasing from the other children up until, well, God, it went on for quite a while because I'm an actor. And, you know, I've also been judged by other actors when I'm backstage without a shirt on, you know, and some people would say, you know, did you did you get this little hole in your chest from a fight in a pool hall? Did they ram you with a pool cue? You know, and it, 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 naturism is an interesting thing because I was always self-conscious about going shirtless at the beaches uh, playing skins and shirts during soccer games, you know, during sure. recess at school. But when I got into naturism 10 years ago, I lost my self-consciousness when I joined SCNA because everybody else was naked from head to toe as well. And for people to immerse themselves into the naturist environment, I quickly discovered they're completely non-judgmental. And they accept all body types. And it was verified by what I saw before me. Yeah, a lot of people don't believe that. When I try to tell them about the, the nudist uh, lifestyle, they, you know, they roll their eyes and they, they, they just, they can't help but think it's got to be a giant orgy or something. They, they just, they can't, <laughs> yeah. because they think like the only time you get naked is to shower to have sex and like you're not showering. So, you know, in, anyway, it's, it's, let me ask you this. Being an actor, what were your opinions on nudity before you took on more of a, uh, active role like this? Like, for example, Hollywood Fringe had there been other nude performances that you went to and said, I would like to do something like this? Well, uh, I, in the past, I had seen shows. I, I remember once I saw a show called Naked Poetry, where poets would go on stage in their birthday suit and recite their poetry and put on a little bit of a performance, a dramatic reading. I went to a few of those. Um, in, you know, in normal theater, there's always certain scenes where there's some nudity. But in terms of seeing a completely, you know, nude show that was very foreign to me. Um, when I, I was always a skinny dipper since I was young. When I was around pools, I just loved to take off my clothes and just feel the water, you know, on my entire body without the issues of fabric and, and bathing suits and the chafing issue. Uh, and I'd always had sensitive skin to fabric as it was. I, I, I can only wear, uh, especially when in the hotter months, I can only wear 100% cotton. Uh, so when I discovered naturism, I didn't have to deal with the issues of, of, of cloth and clothing. And oh, I, that's the worst. And I always run a little, what's the word, warm-blooded. So I'm always sweating a lot, and I love to do active things in the nude. And then if I get, you know, if I perspire too much, I just jump in the pool at the naturist resort. It's heavenly. It's absolutely heavenly. Well, as far as acting, though, like had had you had opportunities to do nude scenes? Were you okay with nudity before it became your calling card? 
Uh, no. What what I like about it is it's the live experience, and it ties into this show. Uh, for me personally, I've created an environment where the actors and the audience experience this immersive nudity in the moment live, and it's not captured. It's not something that 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 can be captured on film or through photos, and then publicized and then running amok on the internet where, you know, you, you, you can be branded or be the recipient of, of, of hostile behavior and judgment, nothing like that. If people want to participate in the, this experience, they have to go there too. So I performed at Nature's Resorts, Nature's Parties, and then in producing these shows, it's a nude mandatory audience. So they go into this experience with us, which was interesting. Actors find that they're less self-conscious. When they know that the uh, the audience is also in their birthday suit as well, well I, I get that. I get it because my my naked comedy shows was the same thing, and I always I always felt that I didn't want anyone to be the butt of the joke. I didn't want it to be that somebody would come in, everyone sitting there in clothes, like, oh, there's the weirdos. No, 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 we're all weirdos. So it, it's more like uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. You come in and you're part of it. Yeah. So, um, so I, I get it. But um, since you have a history of doing these shows leading up to the one you're doing right now, so you started off with that one, and then you came back and did an, another one, uh, the the Naked Shorts. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Dealing with critics, dealing with uh, awards presenters, do you feel like people get uh, – you know, did, were, were people – were they following you? Were they getting what you were trying to do? Or or has something been lost in translation? All of the above. Yeah. It's kind of a mixed bag, to be honest with you. Some people participated. They got it. They were curious. They took the plunge. They had the courage. They had a little mini transformation in the hour when they were there and they want to come back. Others, you know, uh, they they grapple with it too much. They overthink it and it ties into belief systems, their upbringing, and they just can't go there, period. Um, and then other people like, you know, I can't do that. What's the point of that? You know, they'll throw out those little judgment, judgmental comments as well. And so it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a, it's a mixed response. It's fascinating. Um, but in the context of the fringe, it's a very open-minded festival. They accept anything as long as it doesn't promote, as long as it doesn't condone violence. That's pretty much the only exception. Any other kind of experimentation uh, they're, they're completely open-minded about, which is great. And they said, we, we welcome this with open arms. And to my knowledge, this is the only show in, in, at the fringe festivals that, that also includes a mandatory nude audience. And, uh, well, obviously you're coming back. So you did, you did one, uh, and it was, it was, it was a good experience. Then you did one where it was a, a little bit disappointing there was some crappy reviews and whatnot it was mixed no it was mixed naked shorts was an interesting experiment because it was all original material i'm know. not trying to crap on it. I'm, I'm just uh, trying to be honest i know it was a little disappointing yeah i think that's fair um i tried to gather some original uh, uh short pieces that that didn't quite resonate it was a bit of a mish i called it a, a, a mishmash of, of short one acts. Some were just a few minutes, some were five, 10 minutes. And I tried to do an original production because when we first did Love the Body Positive, one of the sponsors at Fringe, there's a lot of sponsorship awards where you can participate because your show is outside of the box. It's, it's irreverent. It, 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 it creates some kind of a, a spiritual epiphany with the audience. It's immersive. It's interactive. There's all kinds of categories. 
And one of the judges said, Brian, Love the Body Positive might have gotten nominated if it was original, but because it had been done in the past and it was not a world premiere, um, I couldn't put you on the list. So we didn't, we didn't get nominated. So that motivated me to do all original work the next time. But it was difficult to get original pieces together that, that, that resonated with the audience and had a cohesive uh, thematic whole to it where they were threaded together to a central idea. It was just kind of like gluing together some disparate pieces that didn't quite connect what about that was part of the problem? What about talent? I mean, what about the casting process? Did you did you for which shows for for Love the Body Positive Naked Shorts or this one? No, no, uh, we haven't gotten to this one yet. Oh. Um, I'm still the the history of it. Uh, you know, do you feel like? Let me ask you this: Sometimes when it comes to these uh, nude events, there's a um, there's a uh, a necessity to kind of uh, lean towards accepting anybody who will be willing to do it you know yeah uh yeah well initially you know we, i i pulled in um i pulled in a, a a couple actors there was only three of us for love the body positive and it went and then there was a there was a cameo and we had it we had an opening uh stand-up comic uh just to warm up the audience before we went into the play and, and then there was like a q a as well right it was, it was a q a I mean, it was a, really there was a lot of moving pieces on yes, that one absolutely moving pieces it was diverse the talk back was interesting you know, but I discovered through the consensus and the responses online that people want to be entertained. They're curious. It piques their interest. But the talkback was a little too invasive for the audience. Um, and, you know, pitching pitching the nature of philosophy through speeches was, was interesting, too. But it but it just it it, it 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 broke into their personal zone and it became it made them a little uncomfortable. So hmm. For this one, I mean, for Naked Shorts, um, we did not do the talk back. Uh, we just did a series of shorts for that one. And then and then for this new show, it is just pure entertainment. And I think we've, we're finding the right balance with, with, with this one this year. Well, I, I would agree. And that's, that's kind of what I just wanted to give a little history to get us up to this point. Because from what I've heard, this sounds like it's shooting on all cylinders. And you and I were, uh, yeah. we, we spent some time together today in the, in the pool, um, and just talking about the casting process and, yeah. uh, working with the writer and updating the script and, yeah. and just, uh, in general, it sounds like you didn't hold back and you've been spending a lot of time on, on prep and, and pre-production before getting into this. And it sounds like it's got like the most amazing talent and, 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 uh, and, and script. And it just sounds like this one is finally ready to kick some ass. Yeah. 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 We've, we, I, I would definitely say we've really taken the plunge with this one, but I'm bum. <laughs> a big leap. Uh, into a, a you know a higher caliber show I think on a lot of different levels and it's just like these stepping stones that have led to this year. Uh, there's always a motivating force for me to do it. I didn't we didn't do it last year. We did 2016, 2017, and then this year, but not not last year. Right, and I think that's important to point out. Yeah. So you you did it, and then you did it again, and then you took a break, yes. and and you took a breather, and you reevaluated, yes. and now you came back, and I think I think you're wiser for it. Yeah, it was, um, you know, like I said, we got this, we got this play. I, I wanted to dial back something really interesting that happened with our first play, Love the Body Positive. So we had the play, it's 20 minutes long. And, you know, we booked an hour slot to do the show. So we figured, how are we going to fill out that time? 
And all of a sudden we had one of our actresses uh, was a singer and she could play guitar and the other actress was a dancer. And what happened was just a few months apart, David Bowie passed away and Prince passed away. So one of our actresses could played Purple Rain on guitar. She'd already done that before. And the other actress was a dancer. So we did a little tribute after we performed the play, Love the Body Pause. We did the talk back. Then we did a little tribute at the end where we did Purple Rain and, and uh, Space Oddity by Bowie with a little dancing mixed in. And it was a beautiful way to end it. I remember. Yeah. Uh, so, and then of course I was motivated to do the original version of it then for Naked Shorts. Like again, was was mixed. We, we got mixed reviews. There was some stuff they liked, some they didn't. Um, and then the, the this was born out of a conversation I had with a friend out of Fringe named Stephen Vlasic who updated and wrote this. He's a writer. He comes from a, a background. He's a screenwriter. He's had scripts option at Universal. He's written some plays, competed in some writing competitions. Got a few accolades there. He, uh, I was telling him about this new play from uh, that's a, that the classic Nature's play that's also in that book, uh, Nature's Plays by Mark Story. It's the biggest play, the longest play in there. Mm-hmm. But it's it was a bit bit of an undertaking, so I kind of shied away from that, stuck with the one act. So I returned to that. But it was, uh, it was very British. There was a lot of British humor. So we needed to Americanize and update it. So Stephen grabbed it and he slaved over it for a month. Uh, uh, I, I gave it to him at Christmas and then he gave it back to me beginning of February. And when I read it, I went, aha, we got a show. He condensed it down. He rewrote a few of the characters and then we retooled over it again, uh, me, Stephen, and Rolf. And we got this fabulous play now. And uh, so we went through traditional casting through Backstage West. Mm-hmm. Completely new actors this time, and I stepped out of it, and I'm just producing, directing, and we're having a fabulous time rehearsing this show. We, um, we've we got this amazing play. <clears throat> it's very exciting. You're in the position director, producer, and, uh, you know, we – you can't have a, a, a really successful, amazing play without a great cast. And I understand that you have a lead, uh, Vanya Renee, playing the part of Sky. What can you say about this actress? Ah, Vanya. Here we go. Well, Vanya, Vanya is an incredibly talented woman. I would call her a multi-talent. She's a stand-up comic. She's a wonderful actress. Uh, she's a great communicator. She's a businesswoman. She's a, she's a natural self promoter. Uh, she's, she's well-versed in marketing. Uh, and she's a, she's a beautiful, lovely, highly congenial woman that I love rehearsing with. I'm really excited that she's got the lead and she's really, she's going to kill this. Uh, she's got a lot of gravitas on stage, a real strong sense of ownership and who she is and how she presents herself. And I really like directing people that really show up with all pistons firing. And I can make adjustments with that. You can't, lighting a fire under somebody's ass is one thing. But when you, when you throw out direction that, that harnesses and tweaks and refines what's already there that's coming at you gangbusters. It's a, it's a wonderful experience, and I feel very blessed. Well, that's exciting. I, I I certainly can't wait to meet her. Golly. Hey, look. It's Vanya Renee. She's playing the part of Scott. 
<laughs> Vanya, Renee, hello there. Hey, where did I come from? Hi. How are you? How are you, Deb? Hey, well, that's what we're going to find out. Where did you come from? So, <laughs> Vanya, uh, tell us a little bit about this because, you know, I know Brian. I've known him for, for uh, years. Oh, I don't know you. I just I just met you right now. And uh, tell me a little bit about your, your history, your, your family, where you came from, uh, your, you know, everything that led up to this. Well, I was born and no, I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, I've been around in the acting community for a long time. I, uh, basically theater. Um, and like Brian mentioned, stand up comic. Um, I was with a band at my company for a while as the lead. <laughs> well, as the lead funny person. And somehow I ended up singing backup. I have no idea. Um, so yeah, I, and it's funny how I came about this play. Look, you know, like you, Tim, I, I really, I'm looking for the next high sometimes, right? And that's what stand-up comedy is. Sometimes you don't know if you're going to bomb or if you're going to kill. You don't know what's going to happen that well, night. Well, let's, let's talk about stand-up because yeah. my, my history is with stand-up. So um, how long have you been doing stand-up? Did yeah. you start it in another city? Oh, no. I actually started here. I came here as mostly a comedic actress and I uh, was doing a lot of theater. I used to also be a rapper. It's a long story. And I did poetry. You know, anything that has anything to do with stand do with the stage. I was on it. Um, and then about seven years ago, I started doing a lot of stand up around town and some of the people I've worked with back then in that circuit. I mean, they've really blown up. I did not. I decided also to stay, you know, working my day job and that's kind of gotten in the way. But, um, yeah, I did a lot of that. And, um, I don't know. I just have such a good time up there. And so when I saw this audition, am I allowed to talk about the audition now? Oh yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can talk about what, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just, you know, um, it was funny. You mentioned day job, and like I, I know from stand up, uh, you're not supposed to say you have a day job oh. because being a comedian like is the it. job. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's like the worst. That's like the worst. No, no. It, yeah, Brian, it's you're you're in the room with us. It's all good, brother. You've been introduced. You can talk. You can talk. Nobody's getting in trouble. But I uh, stop talking, Brian. I'm yeah. <laughs> It's funny. The people out there listening to the podcast are like, how many other people are in this room, like, being quiet until, and then there's Ralph. Tell us about you, Ralph. No, there's nobody else. It's just the three of us. That's it. Uh, but, but yeah, it's one of the rules of being a stand up. It's like, you know, when you're on stage, you're supposed to, yeah, because the, otherwise they don't see you as a successful comedian. Sorry, I can't live on free drinks and, you know, bar food. So it's just like, I need a, you know, I need a regular job as well. 50 bucks from the door. Where do you think you're going to get with all this honesty? You're, you're never going to make it in this town, Vanya. What's going on? What is this? Jeez. And here we are. Uh, so, so, uh, so you moved out here. You got into uh, everything from rapping and poetry, and well, rapping is when I was when I was a kid. I was twelve, and my parents, you know, I had a manager. The whole I don't know that. Okay, another story. But, but, but so okay, so you, you saw the ad on. I did. On, <clears throat> I did, and I thought, there's no way that this is real. And then when I um, auditioned for, or when I put in a, um, a submitted for it, like on backstage west, ba- oh. backstage west was, yeah. was the. He's plugging backstage yeah. west. What's yeah. happening? Over it's here? just it's it's. Brian works there. No. <laughs> It's well, just, just f- funny. You're very adamant about it, and like if if they're well, not fascinating because 
if they're not in the industry, they don't they don't care. It's... Well, usually when I if, when when I when I self produce, you know, I pull in actors on referral. This is the first time I formally went through a, a website, and I and I used to book roles through Dramalog. Probably showing my age, but way back when in the dinosaur age, they had this uh, this magazine, this publication called Dramalog. You'd physically, you know, you'd mail, snail mail in your headshots and resumes from that. And you copy the ones, but now everything's online, and the way it's organized online, from the producer's perspective, is fabulous. You can post <clears> as many videos, photos of your work as you want to exhibit for the for the producers and casting directors, and then they've got these columns you can line up, yay or nay, for the ones you like, the ones you don't. You can put, you know, the headshots in the holding bin, and it's just all there at your fingertips, and it's it's, it's such an easy way to screen. <clears throat> talent so you you sent out this message in a bottle and she <laughs> she picked it up and so you read it and you you immediately you thought it was a a, a prank oh, yeah, you, you I thought, thought it was a prank but i thought there's no way this is allowed in la but i'm gonna do it so i submit it and then i get a note from brian i guess he looked at my photo or maybe my uh my other stuff because mm, i see you in another role remember that yeah. you asked well, there was, there was, there was, Oddly enough, it was for the lead man. <laughs> yeah, you, I see you playing the dad. I'm like, all right, <laughs> okay. So, so okay, so he, so he thought that she would be a good fit for a different role. What's interesting from the casting process is you you see the video, of the photos, but in theater, you know, and you'll see some short films that they're posting stuff. But for live theater, you just got to see the person in person on stage just to see how they resonate, take in their energy. And sometimes it's just different than what you see online. And you discover something new, a new aura or energy. And then you, you realize, my God, they'll, they'll work well for this, for this part. There were a number of actresses who came in who suited both the lead, Sky, and Sky's sister, Kat. So we decided if we saw them as... Sky, they're reading for Cat. Why not read for the other role as well? And so I did that for for a number of them. Of course, if they had um, if if they had basic talent, but it didn't look like they had the confidence or the experience to play the lead, there were exceptions. There were some I said, "There's just you know, we're not going to waste our time and have them read for the lead of Sky." But Vanya came in and it was like, "Well, you know, let's uh, you know, you 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 hit the supporting role out of the park. So let's have her, you know, let's have her read for the lead and see what happens." And my God, I mean, she slayed it. But but the 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 nudity factor is so big in this particular show. Have had you? What was your? How did for well no no was it an issue for you at all was it one of those things where like you are okay with nudity you've always have been or was this something you wanted to push yourself to do uh, when I was in college I signed up to be a nude model because I wanted it to be one of those things that I did before I died it was like bucket list thing right. and I was an art student I was like oh so they can just show up and, and, and pose nude I want to be the guy who did that who said he did that so for you how was it well i'm the middle child right so i'm a little bit of the rebel in the house and i grew up in a very strict religious environment and i try to do what i want to do now and i i really didn't see a problem with that um i kind of i i feel i feel like if i say something like i have zero boundaries it seems like negative against the nature's community or something like that but i really i don't feel like i have any boundaries with that i didn't care about being new maybe i have any really wrap my mind around it yet. <coughs> Some people have asked that. They're like, what do you think you'll feel like when you actually get on stage and you're nude in front of all those people? I'm like, 
Well, they'll be new too. Will that be your first time? Yeah. Uh, so you've never you've never done anything on stage in front of people nude before. Never. Um, in fact, um, I, I this is speaking to Brian and the production crew and how great they were. Um, when I came in for my callback, um, I was a little nervous. I'm like, okay, I am actually doing this. I'm taking off my clothes now for the callback. Here we go. And I walk out into the theater to the stage for my you know, second audition. <clears throat> and they're all nude. They're all in the nude. Brian and uh, I don't think Stephen was, but Rolf was there and some other people that I don't remember. And I thought that that was the, the it was the funniest thing to me. It was the most supportive and loving and, I don't know, generous to say you're not out there alone. <clears throat> so they were not nude uh, for Early. the first or earlier. Okay, yeah. so. And so I did not expect that. So I laughed so hard. I thought it was the funniest thing. I thought it was huh. extremely supportive. And that's when I knew <clears throat> I'm doing the show. If I get an opportunity, I'm doing the show. These are the kind of people I want to be around. And um, uh, Brian is such a great energy, too. It's, it, it's funny that you said you saw, uh, Brian said he saw me on tape, but you can't see someone's energy. And then when I got there, and I came in, I hugged them, and I think, Brian just kind of looked at me and said, I want you to read for this part too. So I know that he was going on a sort of energy thing, and I think that speaks to a lot about the community too, looking past your exterior. I mean, I hope my exterior is beautiful. But but then also, what is, what is the person's energy and who are they for real? And are these kind of people we want that's, to That's a huge aspect of the, the nudist community because when you take away all the, the clothes, you don't know if somebody is a janitor or, uh, you know, what? a multimillionaire because you've taken away the, the rich, fancy, you yeah. know, outfits. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a big deal, which I want to point out that, you know, Brian, myself and you, we're all naked right now yeah. while we're, yeah, which I thought was really funny because Brian and I was, uh, was nude and, and you were considering putting your clothes back on, and then and then you were like, "Well, I don't want to be the weird I one. Said, I don't want to be the weirdo, <laughs> right?" Which is so funny. It's like Bizarro Land, right? La La Land. I love that. <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> it's great. I mean, Twilight Zone on Nude Planet. <laughs> right. I gotta tell you, you are gonna love this play. I know you were talking to Brian earlier about his other uh, plays, and I, I mean. God, had you ever heard of them? Had you ever considered going to one of these other? I've heard of it. What about the Hollywood Fringe? You, you, you haven't. Uh, I've been to the Hollywood Fringe. I've seen some friends do some shows. Uh, some other stand-up comedians. Um, uh, a friend of mine that was also in the porn industry as a character actor. Um, what? He, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that's a big thing. He said, "I never had sex." What? The character actor, and he did a, a one-man show about it. Um, yeah, called "What I Learned from Porn." Hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, was he a character actor with his clothes on? He kept his clothes on. Is yes. that what you meant? Oh, okay. yes, and he yeah. showed clips. Um, <clears throat> I was the only one in the audience one night. I'll just say, <laughs> Aww. Aww. but I was that's so porn. sad. I, <laughs> that's what happens when you're the porn guy who doesn't have sex. <laughs> Wait, you're the porn guy who doesn't. I'm not coming to your one man show. We're such assholes. Well, what, what are you gonna teach us? Yeah, it's like it's like it's like the, the the you know I work at a pizza shop and I don't know how to make pizza. <laughs> what do you do? Fold napkins? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear your one man show about folding napkins. Oh, it's so sad. Judgment free. Judgment free. Poor poor guy. So so, uh, so you you have never. I mean, has this opened your eyes to these possibilities? I mean, where where do we go from here with you? <laughs> um, what's funny is that 
It has. I, rem- I remember um, I was reading the play. I'm like, I'm an actress looking at this as an actress. And that's, you know, all I see this as. But the more I hear about it, and obviously I want to make sure the character sounds very authentic, who's uh, fully involved in the nature's community. So watching videos to understand the mindset and the philosophy. And the more I listen to it, I'm like, oh, this is me. I get that, you know? And so uh, it has opened my eyes to that community. I keep hitting, hitting that. Sorry. Um, that didn't sound <laughs> 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 Now, uh, it, should, it should be pointed out that she was... Tim's elbow. Tim's elbow. <laughs> she, she kept bumping into my phone, which I'm recording audio on. It's not like she was smacking into my, my schmackle, okay? <laughs> you see, I can't even talk to you. When I interview people for the podcast, I like to squat over their face. Is this a microphone? Is this thing on? <laughs> no, that was not happening. She was bumping into the microphone. Um, but it was, it was, yeah, this is this is a, a very unquote. Yeah, it's well. Let me ask you this: since I, you know, I've put together nude comedy shows, yeah. have have you ever considered doing a nude stand-up comedy show? But then, what would I say? I mean, I've never seen one. So. What would I I say like all your material all your material is your material <laughs> that's good oh he's good that, he's like, good you pick out your outfit like based on what your jokes are gonna be i need the <laughs> is it like larry the cable guy right right really right true right i need the no man will ever call me back outfit i i need that that's not true well, the cat lady outfit, yes. Because it's it's uh it's fun. It might be the next thing on your bucket list that you should you should check off and try. Naked stand up. Yeah, done. We'll do it. All right, cool. We'll do it. Fun. I know a guy. Um, <laughs> that's exciting. Well. I'm I'm super excited. I can't wait to I'm gonna stick around and watch the rehearsal. I, I don't know what I'm gonna see. I don't know if this is a fish out of water story where like somebody's dating the nudist family and they're gonna find I, I don't know anything. That's uh absolutely right. I mean I know that was a that was an educated guess based on what you've heard, but that's what it is. It's 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 a couple, a conservative boyfriend. The girl comes from a naturist family. She has not mentioned to him that she's a naturist. And then she comes from a naturist family. So they're meeting, they're meeting for lunch. It's an introduction to her family. <clears throat> and she just decided, I'm going to stay mute on this. And, uh, and just, just when my family appears, just see what happens then. Because if he re- overreacts, if I tell him, um, you know, that's, that's going to ruin the whole experience. And uh, I, I don't want to deal with that. So I'm just going to keep it a mystery until they actually appear. And then we'll deal with it then and see if we can move forward as a couple. And there's six members of the cast, three, ger- three girls, three guys. That is correct. It's, gen- it's gender balanced. Yes. As I like to say, uh, this naturist event is gender balanced. Yes. <laughs> That's a common thing. Ah, big and plus. Great. Yeah, you know, it's, it's gender balance comes up as a, as a um, it's, it's the ideal way to socialize in your birthday suit because it's just, it's balanced. I right. mean, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of events where, you know, men tend to take to the nature's philosophy more easily, and they tend to in midlife. You know, I, I find it's just one of those things. Um, it, you know, the events are always mixed gender, but for this specific play, it was specifically written with gender balance because it's just there's a certain kind of uh, uh, alignment and symmetry and 
in diversity in terms of what you're actually looking at. So we decided to cast it that way. But it it actually wasn't a stretch because the family, there were brothers and sisters. There were a lot more characters. Stephen condensed them down to make like one character represent a few. And there was also like a housekeeper and some twins that come in that are cousins and then they leave. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be directing 12 people. The point of it is to, you know, to see this nature as family and have the the parents, of course, you know, who have the history there. And then the children with a couple siblings and you got it. So you basically got the parents, you got the daughter, you got the conservative boyfriend who's meeting them all for the first time. And then the lead Sky, uh, you know, the daughter has a brother and a sister, uh, Kat and Axel. <laughs> is oh Axel really? <laughs> yeah, uh, the rocker Axel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, is this more? Is this drama? Is it comedy? Is it like? Is oh, it emotional? Is it? Comedy. S- yeah. It's comedy with some serious educational uh, moments that uh, you pepper it with a little insight about nature's philosophy. But it's definitely a comedy. Well, um, speaking about nature's philosophy, uh, Vanya, do you have any concerns about family or friends who might, you know, because they want to support you, but they, you know, uh, I mean, is that awkward? You know, hey, come see my show. Um, well, maybe you shouldn't see my show. Um, I leave that to them. Um, uh, if anyone's come to see my stand up, which is pretty out there, um, they already know who I am. Uh, if they... There are some people that want to come to the show. <clears throat> so in order for the people to come and see you perform, they have to agree to get naked themselves. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm really surprised by a lot of my friends um, who normally would not do this. And they've said to me, they're even texting me. Tell me about this show again. I don't think I'm. I, I, is it like a, is it like a dare? Is it like, you I know, think that's how they're feeling? Because it's just I mean, that's, uh, but in a good way. I mean, there's some of my friends who are super conservative and they wouldn't normally do it, but they're like, God, what you're posting online is really intriguing. And I, I think I want to go do it. So send me, they're begging for information. I'm like, Oh, I've been, Oh, sure. I'll send it over to you. Boy, I love hearing that. Yeah. Man, that's a, that's a huge compliment right, right there. Thanks for the props. You, you don't mind that as the producer? Is that, is that wow. good? Uh, it's good. great to pique curiosity and get them talking about this. For sure. Whether they can ultimately take the plunge or not. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. It's a confrontation with, a lot of different issues, you know, with body image, with uh, Judeo, with our Judeo-Christian background and morality issues. Mm-hmm. This this play, this is really important. This is a one-hour experience. It, a lot of people don't, they, they, they confuse this. This is a one-hour experience of just li- liberating your body and your spirit as well for that hour in a community of simple, non-sexualized nudity. Mm-hmm. Okay, simple people can wrap their brains around non-sexualized. Whoa, but you're all naked. We get titillated and stuff. And you know, as I mentioned before, all of that, most all of that. There's a few exceptions, like I said, but generally, that's about behavior. So if you go into it to have an experience for an hour, a way to escape, and to be in a non-judgmental group of people who have also taken the plunge with you, it's a really cool experience. Totally, yeah, and and it's just it's just stupid. Uh, it really makes us confront a lot of stupid thoughts that people have, where they think that the only thing that's keeping us back from you know raging sexual appetites is a thin layer of fabric. You know, it's like you know if you take away the clothes, then you have to be you know all just going at each other, and and you can you can see it in people's eyes when you try to talk to them about nudism because you know working in in Hollywood, I, I remember working on a. Horror 
horror movie and and talking about nudism and and uh you know the people around me are like oh no i get it oh yeah non-sexual oh totally yeah and then you know they would look at a magazine or a website wait a minute there are families there and everything changes when they realize that there's yeah. kids because yeah. because even though they they said they understood it was non-sexual now that there are families at the resort what no because they thought it was some kind of like a teehee wink wink elbow elbow non-sexual oh yeah no no oh totally non-sexual he 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 and it's not no there's no he he no there it is what we say it is and you know it it, it just really truly is just people be when you you know i i love giving this example and i know I'm, i'm preaching to the choir here but like you know when you have a pet you don't say oh look at my naked cat it's just the cat. Why can't I just be the, the dude on the couch? Why do I got to be the naked dude on the couch? You know, what the hell? Anyway, I, uh, I'm a huge, huge fan of everything you're doing, Brian. And I'm glad that so many organizations have gotten behind you, such as Anner and, uh, SCNA. You have sponsors involved in this show. Is there anything you want to maybe shout out to them while we're talking about? Sure. Um, yeah. Big shout out to, uh, Anner West, which is the, the AANR, the Anagram for American Association of Nude Recreation, Western Region. Which basically covers, I, I assume, west of the Mississippi. I know it covers uh, the whole, all the nature's communities on the West Coast, from Seattle down to San Diego. I'm not sure far how deep into the heartland it goes or where the split is. I mean, I guess I'm thinking about how sport teams are split west-east. I'm not sure if the Mississippi is classified as the, you know, as the as the uh, as the meridian or the uh, you know the the the, the central uh, split between the, the bisects. The West and the East. I don't know, but there's just not enough nude sports on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I need the nude Olympics. Well, you, you know, careful with that javelin. <laughs> you throw throw out that to the Australians, you know, because don't they have a history of nude rugby really? down in Australia? Oh, I, think I can't imagine. I think I mean, so. it's already so there's, like violent. England, you know, it's, there's there's like nude rugby teams, which is yeah. interesting because everybody thinks about the bits and pieces getting injured and stuff, right? But you know. I mean, what, what are they all wearing cups when they're playing rugby? Ooh. Aren't they? I, 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 I have a question. I have a question. Uh, you know, since we were talking about the, the naked play and everything, um, there's a world naked bike ride coming up. Are you going to oh, participate in Ryan that? Ryan told me about that, but I, I mean, will I have something for the, oh, I don't know how to ride a bike. It doesn't help. It wouldn't uh. matter anyway. <laughs> Let me hit her eject button. I am an avid cyclist, lifetime avid cyclist. I I bliss out almost as much or 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 even more riding a bike. Actually, when you put the two together, world naked bike ride. I've done it a few times. It's oh, it's absolutely glorious to ride. Oh, like a parking lot, you know, like a teenager learning to drive a car. I can do that. I just don't want to get out in the street where I can kill someone. Well, kill myself. Get you get you a big tricycle or something. But we uh we uh but there's hundreds of naked people out there just having a fun day of it. Oh, so, they're just hanging out. They're not on bikes? Well, because uh, the bikes come from that group and then come back to the group. So it's like this no, naked party all day. Vanya. Absolutely, oh. everybody. It's a, there aren't people walking. Can I get a tricycle? Yeah. I want a tricycle. Oh, yeah, you can do... The, Are there adult tricycles? There's got to be. You know, the three, three wheelers. There's... there's uh, I, I think there's even been unicyclists that have participated. Um, absolutely. And you don't have to be (laughs) naked. You can be partially naked or you can be clothed, but it's, it's predominantly 
uh, naked. <clears throat> right. And there's body painting and there's, there's all kinds of stuff. But I was just saying that there's, uh, there, there's like a, um, like a party atmosphere where when people leave and then they come back, there's right. like in like between, you can just a- hang out all day, like naked yeah. tailgating. When it- <laughs> That's kind of funny to me. I love it. Wait, when is it? I, I, I might it's coming up uh, in June. It's uh, the weekend after my naked uh, comedy shows in Vegas. You're, you're, you have naked. You haven't plugged them. I don't know. Uh, uh, bleh. <laughs> well, well, Brian knows me, and uh, okay. Stefan knows me, and I, I do naked comedy shows, and I have um, shows coming in Vegas. Uh, Vegas naturally, it's uh, it's a, it's a hoot. It's a lot of fun. But we had to schedule them the weekend before the World Naked Bike Ride because a member like Juliana Acosta, who was in your play, yes. she is uh, one of the hostesses with me, and she's going to the World Naked Bike Ride, and it's fun. It's fun having working with real new. Where it's right. not like they're, you know, they're they're like because I've worked like, with people who are oh like you like you actors are like oh this is interesting oh, oh, oh. I'll do it for a month and then go back to my normal life <laughs> oh, <laughs> a year a year from now I'll run into you on the street and you'll walk the other way <laughs> she'll be with her new friends <laughs> the textile community huh? yeah the textiles I know. right. I know. I'm down. <laughs> Very good. Oh, but uh, so go you park. should consider it. Yeah, there's tons of. There's, I want to be on a tricycle. What about naked beaches? There, there's What's nude that? beaches. What's that? It's self-explanatory. A beach full of naked people. <laughs> like getting into me. I like this energy. That's oh, I'm fun. just, I'm just saying. Yeah, there's I lots like of, it. there's lots of fun naked stuff to do. Can. So I mean, you put your, your thing in my face already. The <laughs> 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 microphone. <laughs> The Chismar invasion. Get used to it. <laughs> My God. Any new guests beware. All right. I, I'm just I'm just saying that it, there's a whole world out there of fun stuff, and if you like it, there's stuff you can explore and get into. Um, but uh, you know, you don't have to either. You go at your own pace. You know, I I just I, like I love right it. Right idea. I like the naked tailgating. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy, wild, fun stuff. Which let me ask you that, Brian. Before before we uh, we wrap this up, and I'm gonna get some audio of them uh, doing rehearsal. So we'll get you a little clip of that. I'll talk to a few of the other members of the cast and get a couple of uh, blurbs for for you, Stefan, and the show. But Brian, where do we go from here? Do you want to do a, a naked movie? Do you want to do a naked TV show on Showtime? Do you want this to have a residency in a big major city? Yeah. What are we doing? We have discussed with a few people connected to Fringe to possibly make this in the future a regular, maybe a monthly thing or semi, uh, semi-monthly, semi which is I – th- I always get confused. If it's bi-monthly, semi-monthly – semi-monthly means like maybe every other month. That's right. Oh. Uh, at, a, at, a, at a local theater, probably a little smaller than the one where we're performing at. Um, and just do – I mean at, at, by the end of this Fringe, I'll have had – you know. Um, Two or three really good plays, and then, you know, we can incorporate some more comedy, you know? I mean, we basically have a show, and we can make this a, a fairly regular thing. But, yeah, locally, we we might be traveling a little bit with this, you know, within California, because it's such a novelty, and it's such a special show, and it goes all the way back, you know, to 1931, when it was written, back in 1931. This, this play right here? It was written by Tom Cushing, the original. <clears throat> I mean, of course, this was updated and, and adapted, but the original by Tom Cruise, written in 1931. 
you know, for some for some crazy reason, nudists always love the stories of first timers. You know, yeah. it's just like Christians, yes. where it's like, yes. oh, when did you discover God? You know, yeah. well, so so when you mentioned Loop and Lodge, I was just thinking, um, you haven't been to a nude resort yet, have you? No, I have not. <laughs> Like, no, I want you. To, I want you to go to. A, you gotta take her to like Olive Dell or Glen Eden or Danza. Yeah. Or, <clears throat> I want to go. Olive I Del, do want to go. Olive Dell has has really good energy. I really? I personally like Olive Dell. I, I yeah. want to go. I, you know, but I, I know that we're talking about how you know the plays from the '30s and all of this. But I want the audience to know it is so modern. It is so fun and fresh. And I was you know telling Brian one of the reasons why I wanted to do it. Regardless of whether I was nude or not, it's just such a great play. It's smart. It's fast paced. It's funny. Brian directs it really well. He makes sure it doesn't go too far in one direction or the other. And, um, it, you can tell that's the hallmark, not only of a, to mark, not only of a good director, but also a fabulous actor. And I can tell, <laughs> oh boy, I want him to hire me again. You know, you, you know, you already have the part. So, uh, you got something brown on your nose. <laughs> You can tell I am now levitating. I'm actually floating above my chair. Oh, God. Oh, God. But, um, no, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's absolutely fabulous. Um, it's just a, a fun, funny, fast-paced, smart play. And um, I knew I wanted to do it. You know, after I read it, it's like, this is really what I want to be involved in. So here I am. Well, that's very exciting. And yeah, I was just curious if, uh, you know, cause I, I want you to, I want you to experience you everything out. there is in I'm the, in the out. naked world. Okay. I'm doing it. All By right. the way, this play, just in terms of length for people that are considering maybe attending and seeing this since it's a live experience, the play, and I think this is important. It, I'd rather not discuss length while I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> cause it doesn't matter. The play. <laughs> it's not about how long it is, Brian. <laughs> Speaking into the pl- it for a yeah, while. I think it's fine. The play has a lot <laughs> of girth. Speaking into it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it meaty? Is there a lot there? <laughs> it's falling, though. But it's it's it, it just for people like I don't know how long I could do this. <laughs> the play satisfies, she said. <laughs> what you know? It, but it's it's about forty-five to fifty minutes. So if you can sit. You know, along with the pre-show, we have a really interesting pre-show that's being set up where you are going to be seeing that's thrown on the psych in the back, a, a beautiful montage uh, uh, exhibiting the history of naturism and people in, in all parts of the globe that practice it, families, friends. And it's a, just a beautiful way to be introduced to, 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 to the naturist world before the play actually begins. So we're really excited about that as well. And it's a beautiful theater. Beautiful theater. Interesting. Well, that, that sounds really fascinating. I, I can't wait. I'm a big fan. I loved your other, <clears throat> your other pro, uh, you know, projects that you worked on. And I am excited to see where we go from here. I can't wait to check out one of the live performances. I can't wait to see the rehearsal because this is all new to me. And, uh, yeah, man, this is going to be a hoot. So I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for sitting down. Thanks for talking to us. And, um, you know, I, I wish you a lot of success with this thing, man. Thank you, Tim. Let freedom hang. <laughs> what about you, Vanya? Anything to say out there? Oh, how can they get a hold of you for uh, for comedy and, and uh, you know, follow your oh, social great. medias? Yeah, they can go to my web, uh, website, which I keep uh, updated fairly regularly, VanyaRenee.com. Uh, and it's got my comedy up there. Um, Vanya Shoals LA is my uh, Twitter handle. They can check me out there. But um, definitely check out the website and subscribe.
with the cast of Disrobed, and what a hoot it is. I'm sitting here. They're getting ready to do a, um, a rehearsal, and uh, I am lucky enough to be with the dad of the play, Dave Faulkner. Dave, so this whole crazy getting naked thing, how, how, how are you in relation to this, man? Is it, is it, uh, is it new to you? It's not new to me, no. Um, I have loved getting naked, but it's only been, always been just in the home and in the backyard. Um, but whenever I can, I am. But the my better half is not so inclined, so I've not been able to go out in the world with nudism. That's a tricky thing. That's hard in a lot of relationships, you know. It is. Yeah. Well, um, your character that you're getting into for this, is it, uh, where have you found the through line to your, to your personal life? Well, he's very, very committed to what he believes in, and he is the world's greatest proponent of naturism. He believes it's the thing that's going to solve every problem in the world. And I tend to be that way about the things that I believe in. So it hasn't been a big jump. I just substitute things in my mind that I'm equally passionate about, and I just go over to naturism. But, you know, I'm it. Naturism is it. If we were all naked, everything would be perfect. Fantastic. Well, uh, where do you go from here? How, how has this play affected you, and you think, uh, you know, a year from now when I talk to you? Because I'll talk to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to chase you down. <laughs> Good to know. Um, well, I'm not sure. I hope this – I really hope this – I mean – as you always do with acting, you always hope every job opens up something for you. I'm sure I'm going to, pretty sure I'll probably meet people at these things I didn't know were going to come to the nude audience performances. And that will open up all new venues into these people. Um, I have people that I didn't know would ever come see me perform nude or coming to see me perform nude. And that was wonderful. And so if the, at the very least, I'll get a lot, I'll get a lot new insights into people I know. And it's a great experience, a fantastic cast. So as an actor, it's a lot of growth. Um, we're a great cast. We have a lot of honesty and trust. And so you can never go wrong with that. Fantastic. I can tell you from being an entertainer and a nudist, um, there's lots of celebrities I've ran into at resorts. So there absolutely are people who grew up in nudist families or uh, participate in it. Uh, sometimes it's people that you would expect and sometimes it's a surprise. So uh, somebody who wants to look into your career, where can they follow you? Uh, right now, you know, all usual spots, Instagram, Facebook, redoing my web page. So I'm afraid that's currently under construction. Just search your name, so uh, yeah, Dave Faulkner. Pretty much. Awesome, man. That way. Thanks for talking with me. You're welcome. <laughs> Very nice. I'm also sitting here with the mom. That's right, Julie Ante, and what a fantastic mom she is. I understand you're great at proofreading. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Did it for 20 years, so yeah. Fantastic. Yes, you were helping with some things that we noticed earlier. Uh, now, nudism, the, this crazy everybody getting naked and they're not having sex. How, how, is that, uh, how has that affected you? I mean, is that a new concept? Definitely not. Uh, my early 20s, I went to a nudist uh, colony, I guess it is. is How it? dare you? Oh, that is the N-word for nudists. A plague of both your houses. Ma'am, it is a nudist resort. We are neither ants nor lepers. Well, people live there, so in fact... They live in houses, too! 
My cousin li- uh, lived very close. He apparently was a DJ there, and I had no idea. And yeah, so I apologize sincerely with all my heart. But it was an amazing resort, and they had uh, a lovely hike. And I went with a colleague, which was very odd, but uh, had a, it was beautiful and wonderful, and I felt free. I loved it. That's great. That's a really great experience. Now, what about the character? The uh, the part First off, did you come in expecting to play this or did you read for a different character? I believe I applied for a different character, but then when they said this character, I was like, well, "I'll read for that." So, yeah, let me give it a try. Sure. Great. Well, I'm, I'm glad it sounds, I haven't seen the rehearsal yet, but it sounds like you're the right person. He's like, trust Brian. And, uh, you know, where do you go from here? I mean, you know, how has this play affected you if it has at all? Well, recently. Perhaps it's affected your language. Perhaps. <laughs> I'll never talk again. <laughs> Actually, uh, I recently saw another audition for uh, a nudist or naturist themed comedy project. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll look into that. And um, I'm very free. I prefer not to have clothes when I'm in my home. So it's not really a far stretch, but yeah, usually in public, I keep my clothes on at least out of my dreams. Well, you know, there's a world naked bike ride coming up. Are you going to participate this year? Did you know anything about it? I did. Brian told us about it. It's very exciting. I'm don't have my bike here. It's so funny. I, I talked to another member of the cast and I was like, Hey, you go into the world naked bike ride. She goes, I, I don't ride a bike. <laughs> And then, and then you, it's interesting, the excuses I'm hearing. Okay. Uh, if, I just don't have my bike here. It's in Northern I'm sure California. you don't. I, I don't. I don't. It's parked out front. It's just right over there. It's locked up. I can't figure out the combination. So as somebody who wants to follow you, are you, are you like a pro actor? Is this the thing you – so as somebody who wants to follow you in your future projects, how can they uh, get a hold of you? Uh, JulieAnty.com. I'm also on Facebook, Julie Anti. It's A N T T I. I'm the only one. Um, also on Instagram, and um, I don't. I'm not a twit, so I don't. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, how many more of these damn things are going to pop up? Like, you can't be on all of them. Like, can't keep track. Snapchat and Live Journal, and you know, it's like, ah, yeah, whatever. All right. Um, now moving on to the next wonderful. Oh, this is the leading man. This guy. Uh, you know, I, I pulled him off the red carpet. This is Judge Boothby. Now, ju- no, it's not because I messed up. Who's a what? What? Who's a what now? Oh, it's Jay Broom. Hey, so that just happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm meeting him for the first time. Hi, Jay Broom. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> Jay Broom, you're the leading man. Jay, uh, nudism. Is this a new concept to you? I, uh, let me know a little bit about your background, sir. So I've gone to Burning Man like six times, so I, I can't say it's uh, wow. all that new to me. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, first time I went, I, I immediately did, you know, the naked dust angel and I, um, me and, uh, some members of my family did the naked bike parade. So that's, that's my experience with it. I can't say some members of your family. That's, that's interesting bonding. That's sweet, man. Wow. Yeah. No, we, um, it's, it's a family trip for us. It's, it's like this huge, uh, broom Tatum Mecca for us every year. 
wow, that's so cool. I dated a girl who was into it, and she was going with her dad and her brother. And it's fa- I've never went. I, uh, I I'm torn because like I love art, I love nudity, but I don't like drugs and being dirty. So <laughs> I I don't know what to do. Uh, now, what about your character? I mean, you're you know a lot of weights on you to be you know to carry this thing through. Um, you know, what kind of connection do you have with your part? So Eric is this very nervous, um, conservative, uh, Catholic-raised uh, Bostonian, um, and that actually perfectly describes my stepdad. Uh, so I've, I've been drawing a lot from him. Um, he's also a really jokey, nerdy guy, and, and my character definitely deflects with humor. Um, so that's, that's been a key source of inspiration. Interesting. I can't wait to check this out. One more thing. Uh, where do you go from here? Um, how do you think this is uh, affecting you, if it has at all? Yeah. So um, I'm actually uh, gender neutral. Um, and this has been a really uh, helpful thing for dealing with uh, body dysmorphia. Like I've actually found this has really helped me come to terms with the the sort of androgynous parts of my own body, the um, getting inter- in touch with both the masculine and the feminine side of myself. So I, uh, this has been awesome for me. I, I definitely want to go to more of these result, uh, resorts, maybe try the, uh, the bike parade and I can't quite give up fashion. I, I do. I love, uh, it's, it's a huge <laughs> hobby of mine. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, this has been a really powerful experience for me. Well, there's so many different ways to get involved. There's bear to breakers and just the resorts. I mean, I, I would be curious to know if anybody's went to besides, I, I know <laughs> I heard that, uh, yes, uh, there's, there's lots of ways to get involved in to, uh, explore it. Now, if somebody wants to follow you up, Jay Broom, how do they get a hold of you? Is it, uh, is it live journal? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> um, so Twitter is what I'm the most active on, but I've, I've got an Instagram. I've got a Facebook. Uh, feel free to. Hit me up wherever. Fantastic. All right. And now uh, I, I heard a rumor that Judge Boothby might be in the room. Uh, <clears throat> we are now going to move on to Judge Boothby. And, uh, sir, it's, it's uh, great to have you join us here. What about you? Uh, as far as nudism, is this new for you or is it something you're familiar with? Yes, it's completely new for me. Actually, when I auditioned, that was the first time I've ever been nude. In front of every, anyone except for, uh, like an ex-girlfriend and like when I was naked in the tub, like as a kid in front of my parents. Man, you know, I was told that you have a commanding voice. You definitely do. You have like a voiceover voice. Wow. And your, your character is somewhat of a, a villain, right? Kind of a bad guy? Or? No, my character's actually, uh, he's, he's pretty chill. He's just like a chilled out rocker California dude. See, that must have been my own insecurities. When I heard rocker, I'm like, oh, he must be a dick then. I mean, he must, he must be a, must be a dick. But like, but like, like a true villain, he's like, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm just cool. And you're, and you're a loser. So, <laughs> like, yes, I know, sir. I know. Now, are you a rocker yourself? Do you play any instruments or anything? I play the saxophone, but my character plays the guitar. I'm going to learn a uh, little structure for the guitar for the show but uh yeah i play the saxophone but i don't really play it that often but i really like rock music and i've known a lot of people who are kind of like axel so there was it was easy to draw from real life inspiration very cool if you need any help with the triangle i can play the triangle it's uh years and years of of study um now what about you where do you go from here uh has this influenced you or affected your worldview at all yeah it's i mean it's given me more of like uh 
I'm more calm and relaxed about being naked in front of other people. Uh, yeah, just like also like, yeah, it gave me more. Uh, it, what what uh, Jay was talking about with body dysmorphia, I have that a little bit. And this has actually helped me a little bit with that. And then also what Dave talked about with people who you wouldn't think would come to see you naked in my life or telling me that they're going to come. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Like, like who can you share one? Is it like a neighbor? Um, co little old lady down the hall. <laughs> yeah. Coworkers, my boss, uh, he's, uh, I mean, it's kind of not that surprising cause he's a French, French man, but, uh, when we Ooh, were- la la, <laughs> check out his strudel. Yeah. <laughs> when we were talking about, um, when he was being told about the show, he was like, we were talking about how there's a naked after party for the last one. He's like, oh, this would be the one I buy my tickets for. Wee wee. Fantastic. Now, what about if anybody wants to look, uh, look you up online? How can they get a hold of you and see your next projects? Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, my demo reel is on YouTube. All right. There you go. We've all just been one-upped. Nobody else mentioned demo reels. No one's getting demo played except for this man, Judge Boothby. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks all for uh, talking to me a little bit here and giving me some behind the scenes. I look forward to checking out this uh, rehearsal and uh, kick some ass. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. How's it going, sweetheart? It's going. What are you doing? Stripping and thinking. Well, can you skip thinking and keep stripping? You know, we really shouldn't meet them together. In the all together. Again, to flip the script, that's usually the kind of thing you try to keep the parents from stumbling in on. Almost done. Almost. Well, good, because here they are! Oh, so great to see you. We're so excited to finally meet you. Sky, where is he? Where's Eric? Right here, Sky's parents. Out in a sec. Splendid. Um, hello, son. Hi there. Why is he disrobing here? Uh, he wanted to be near me. <gasps> oh, that's downright romantic. Oh, isn't it, though? <laughs> Hurry up, son. Your mother-in-law and I can't wait to meet you in the flesh. Sure, sure. Pleasure to meet you. In a year now. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> you must be ready by now, Eric. How's it going? Oh, he's tall, this one. Didn't Sky tell you? I, I almost made the NBA. Chose to get my MBA instead in accounting. Now I'm a CPA. Kind of wishing I was MIA. All right, Eric. That was a great initial introduction. Now get out here ASAP. Please, yes, so we can meet you properly. But now, Eric, come on. I seem to lack the initiative. Oh, he's shy. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm shy. I'm sure I'll get over it and get out there soon enough. Let me take the initiative for you. Uh, well, hello there. How do you do? Uh, sorry to have kept you waiting. Got a little preoccupied admiring the garden. Nice pool. Pleasure. Oh, we're more huggers than shakers. <laughs> oh, my boy. What a specimen. Isn't he my queen? Yes, very handsome. Really? Oh, Eric, you know I think you are stunning. <laughs> Eric's an athlete. Um, he ran track in college before running his own business. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks is nothing, but... Well, that but is something. <laughs> Daughter, you've done well. 
He's almost like the Greek ideal, like a very white marble Greek statue. <laughs> very white. Well, we don't get quite as much sun back east as you do here. Well, go get some now. Stand over by the window so we can get a better view. And Scott, go stand next to me. Oh, you're quite the pair. All he needs is a little sun and air. Yes, to complete the picture. A sun and air? No rush for that, is there? The sooner the better. But not till after lunch. We should probably get married first. Married? Don't you believe in marriage either? I believe in a healthy tan. What's getting Hitch got to do with it? Oh, he, Dad, he's just so bad with puns, he can't help it. He, sun and air versus sun and air. You know, like a baby. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> That's silly. funny! A firm sense of humor to match your body. Um, but seriously, we do want grandkids. No pleasure. So I'm recording this in the in September 2019, and Tim uh, interviewed the the folks from the show in the spring of 2019. So the show ran during the Hollywood Fringe Festival, and it was very well received. Every night was sold out. In fact, they put on an encore presentation, which was also sold out. It was nominated in the immersive theater category. It didn't win, but it was nominated, which is fast, uh, fabulous already. There was a lot of plays if you look uh, in the show notes at all the uh, shows that are listed. Um, it uh, also uh, got great, great reviews, and I'll put a link to those as well. So much so that they've decided to uh, bring the show back, and they'll be doing it, if you're listening to this shortly after it came out, starting November 2nd, the first Saturday of every month at the Studio C Theater on Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood. And uh, in the price of admission is going to be an after-party Q&A with wine and snacks included. So, you know, if I guess it's, if it does well, they'll keep going month after month on the first Saturday of every month. So check. Maybe if you're listening later, it's still available. So great show. And uh, it was a wonderful interview from uh, Tim. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, that's all for this episode of The Naturist Living Show. Thank you, as always, for listening. Again, my name is Stéphane Deschain, and I'm your host for this podcast and the owner of Baroque's Family Naturist Park. I get a lot of help with our producer, Samantha Challoner, who's been helping me uh, get things organized and putting the show together a little bit for me. You can find links to all the items I mentioned in the show notes on our website at naturistlivingshow.com. Keep sending your comments and suggestions. I, I always enjoy and appreciate getting them. Um, it keeps me going. It's the encouragement I need because, uh, as you know, there's really no money for this. And the show's email address is contact at naturistlivingshow.com. I hope you enjoyed this show and that you'll join us again for the next episode of The Naturist Living Show. This episode of The Naturist Living Show was brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park, traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Traditional values means that naturism is more than just taking your clothes off. It is a life philosophy with physical, psychological, environmental, social, and moral benefits. Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park strives to promote those naturist values in a modern setting that provides the amenities and services that our members and visitors expect. Free your body, 
free your mind. Learn more at www.baroques.ca. are still here. So this post credits and music bit in podcasts at the end is something I've heard in a few uh, of the podcasts I listen to if you let it play long enough. Um, it's similar to post credit scene in movies. Um, and from what I've been reading, the first one that really do that when was the 1979 Muppet movie. But the one I remember the most is from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off in 1986. So so I'm going to try to put a little something at the end like this. So if uh, you're listening to this one, don't bother going back. There hasn't been any before episode 110, so there's nothing. But there might be in some of the future ones, so we'll see. So as he said in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, it's over. Go home. Go home.